Praise God. Well, I'd like to, to everyone to maybe just open to your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's a wonderful thing to know that we are anointed by God for everything that we're called to do. That God gives us natural giftings and he gives us spiritual gifts. And he, he, he has actually given us our natural gifts and he anoints our natural gifts so that we can operate and function not only out of our own strength, but out of the strength that he has given us, out of the power that he has given us, that we would do well in every area of our life. This is his promise. This is his word to us as a body, as a family. Then 1 Corinthians 12, I just want to read from, from verse 1. And we see here how he's, the, the word saying, now concerning spiritual gifts. You know, we have been gifted by God. Each one of us are actually a gift towards one another. You know, even when we see the scripture that everybody knows worldwide, I believe, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but they would have everlasting life. God is a giving God. And the scripture tells us in Ephesians that he has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And that word life is life that we would live an abundant life, that we would live a good life. This might shift a few paradigms in people's thinking today. But God is a good God. And He is giving us gifts continually. He's given us gifts and He is always on the giving side. Amen? He is a God who blesses His children. And here we see He's talking here about spiritual gifts. He's saying... Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. In other words, I want you to know what you have. I, know what, I, I want you to know what I've imparted into your life. I want you to know that everything good in your life, every good and every perfect gift, speaking of James, the scripture in James, he says, every good and every perfect gift is from God. Amen? Given to us by our Father. Why don't you turn to someone and say, you are a good and a perfect gift in my life. Amen. We have many families here this morning. Amen. Our families are a gift from God. Our, our families are a gift from God. Our friends are gifts from God. Amen. They are given to us that we would do life with. And when we look into these scriptures today, we're looking into the spiritual gifts, but he's saying, I have given you these gifts so that you can do life with these gifts. And so that you can bless others. I have blessed you with gifts so that you can be a blessing to others. Amen. So he doesn't want us to be ignorant of what we carry. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of the gifts that he's placed in our lives. He wants us to know how to use them and he wants them activated. And I believe today there's going to be a lot of activation happening in the church as this word goes forth. Because with the word, when God sends his word, he says, I back it up with signs following it. Amen? So there's going to be activation in the house today. Turn to someone say, get ready to be activated. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Verse 2, you know that you were Gentiles carried away with these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you 
that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So we say, I'm giving you gifts to profit. Every gift that you have been given, that each one of us has been given, it's for the profit of all. It's to profit the body of Christ. It's to profit your sphere of influence. It's to profit the people that come into your world. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Verse 8. For no one is given the word of wisdom through... To, no, sorry. For one, to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. Also, so also is Christ. We are anointed. God has anointed us. And because we are anointed, you know, we saw last week, we can sometimes experience resistance. So often others recognize that anointing on us before we, are, we actually recognize it ourselves. When we spoke about the anointing that was on David and the resistance that he actually, King David, the resistance that he experienced came to him because he was anointed. And as children of God, you know, Scripture tells us in 1 John 2.20 that we have an unction, an anointing from the Holy One. Amen? We are also anointed and resistance can come. But we're also anointed with the gifts of the Spirit. We're anointed to operate on a level that is different to the world. We're anointed to bring the answers to the problems. Amen? To bring healing to the sick, deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to those that are blind. Jesus was anointed for His commission and God has anointed us for ours. That's exciting news. And I believe in this hour, God is wanting to activate the anointings on our life, but make us very, very aware that we do not have to rely on our own ability. That God has graced us and anointed us to do life on a level that is unusual to the world so that He can be glorified. Amen? Hallelujah. Anyone with me with that? You know, but often, I don't know about you, but, but before I'm hoping that others around you in community, because you're, 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 you're planted in community, Actually see the giftings and the callings on your life before you see them yourself. Can anyone give me a wave on that? Has anyone ever said to you or, or noticed something about you that you, you, it's just your norm, but you don't realise that it's actually um, unique to you? You know, that's, that's why it's so wonderful to be part of a body because we can actually, people can prophetically activate gifts on our lives and actually reveal to us things that we never even knew 
we carried. I remember that happening myself when other leaders around me would begin to identify things about me and, and the call of God on my life. And, and um, to be honest, I, I thought they were mistaken. And I thought if they hung around me long enough, they'd realise that they were wrong. But that was okay because who was I to say that they were wrong? I mean, they were further along in the journey than I. Yeah? But, but in that recognition came that activation. And it helped me actually begin my journey. Even though my flesh was in, you know, like fear and trembling. And I'd never been to preacher's school. <laughs> and I just went to Bible school so I could learn more about God. I didn't realise that God was preparing me for a time such as this. And what a journey it's been. But if I had looked at my flesh, which I did, I knew that I was not capable of doing anything that other people were calling out over me. Yeah? And, you know, that's, that's why being a part of a body, being part of the family of God, and because we're all prophetic by nature, we can see gifts and callings sometimes on others' lives before we see them on ourselves. Yeah? Hallelujah. And God at the moment is, I know in this time and season, is beginning to, to bring forth gifts and callings that He's placed in us for a time such as this. Many of, of us have been walking in, an, in them in part, but I really believe that we're, that, that, that we're all going to start to hear the starter's gun. You know, a few months ago, the Lord said to me, Kim, wait for the starter's gun. And I thought, what was that looking like? And you know what it is? It's a sound on the inside where God says, now it's time. It's time. It's time for us to walk in the fullness of our callings because you know what? We need one another. Every single one of us here need the gifts and the callings that upon each other's lives so that we can grow in the fullness of what God has for us as a body. We actually need one another. We need one another to grow up in the gifts and callings on our lives. Amen. Because each one of us bring a part that no, no, nobody else carries. You know, I was talking with someone the other day about face. Have you ever thought, I mean, we're talking about something that's common that, to me that I think of a lot. How can we all have the same features? Eyes, nose, mouth, you know, all the, the features. And every single one of us looks so different. I mean, we can look alike. But we are, see, the Scriptures tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Actually, God says that you are a marvellous work and who's to argue with God? Has anyone ever argued with God when they heard that about themselves? You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a marvellous work. But we can argue the point with Him. No, not I, the other one. But God says, no, you carry a facet of me that nobody else carries. They might look like you. You might think they work, they, they, they operate the same as you, but no one carries God like you do. Just as every feature on your face is uniquely yours. Amen? But we carry the characteristics of God. We carry the character of God. We carry the gifts of God. We carry the fruit of the Spirit that we would be the expression that He has called us to be. Amen? To each other, to our families, to our world. You know, sometimes it's hard to think you're the very answer to someone else's need. Because we can think someone else can do it so better, so much better. But we're in each other's lives for a reason. 
that we carry our portion and we bring our portion generously. Hallelujah. We need to know the callings on our lives. We need to know that we have a supernatural empowerment and that God never called you to do something without giving you the grace to fulfill it. God hasn't called you to do anything without giving you the grace and the ability to do it. And sometimes we can feel so alone, but God says, I want you to know that I am with you. God's saying, I I want you to know that when you step out into what I have called you to do, you will find the grace and the empowerment to do it, that you will actually surprise yourself. You will surprise yourself with what comes out of you. You will surprise yourself that you will go further than you thought that you could ever go because I will be with you forever. Amen. And I have anointed you and I have appointed you to fulfill the call of God upon your life. We've had people dedicating their babies today. You know what? There's a supernatural anointing upon your parenting. God has anointed you. He is with you. Amen. To help you in every area of your life. Empowered you to be parents, to operate as parents on a level that the world is unfamiliar with. For the world is crying out for fathers to go before and bring a demonstration of the Father's heart. Amen. For family to be restored. And we are the ones that He flows through and establishes the Father's heart for family. What family looks like. Amen. In heaven needs to be established on earth. And we're His conduit. We're His people. We see in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with Him. Jesus had to be anointed to fulfill His call. And we are anointed to fulfill our call as mothers, as fathers, as sisters, as brothers. Amen? As evangelists, as pastors, as marketplace ministers, as teachers, as lawyers, as nurses, as bankers and doctors. Praise God. We are anointed. We are anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit to go into the highways and the byways and bless the people and to reveal the love of God a God who has all the answers. Amen? A God who loves. And He brings a demonstration of that love as we work with Him, we walk with Him, and we allow Him to flow through us with confidence that He is with us, bringing forth a supernatural result, a result that flesh cannot bring, but only God can bring. And God can only bring it as His people bring Him to their sphere of influence. Amen. God has always anointed His people to fulfill their commission. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, we can't rely on our own understanding. We look in Proverbs 3. Scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. 
He says he will direct your path. But so often we fall short of entering into what God has called us to do because we lean on our own understanding and we say, I can't do that. But God says, I am with you and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. What does that stepping out look like? What does it look like to to step out into your calling? What is my calling? You know, our calling is to to love. Our calling is to to love others as, as God has loved us. Amen. Our calling is to reach out and bless and be kind and just bring the fruits of the Spirit. Let's just start somewhere. You know, I had a testimony this week and I'm going to get them up in a couple of weeks' time. But it's, you know, somebody prayed last Monday morning before they went to work. They prayed how they could help. How could they extend the hand of God and touch someone's life? After being here on Sunday morning, you know, where God told us to get moving. Remember that? And what happened was immediately someone came in and, and, and told them of symptoms that they had on their body. So she said, well, do you mind if I pray? So she prayed for her and the girl felt the power of God go through her and the symptoms leave and she was set free. And then the, the boss comes along and, and she tells the boss the testimony and the, the, because she's crying because the, she felt the touch of God on her life. So what does it look like to fulfill the call? Just start doing the works. Just start reaching out. Just start believing that God is actually with you and He's the one that does the healing. He's the one that brings freedom. We just, we, we just lay hands on the sick. They recover. We just pray for others and God invades their world. Hallelujah. When you invade their world, God invades their world through you. Praise the Lord. So we trust in the Lord with all our heart. We're not leaning on our own understanding. We're not looking at our family background. We're not looking at where we come from. But we, we, we're ever present in that place where we know that we actually come from God. Amen. We come from God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So the Holy Spirit, he says here, will lead. The anointing on the inside will direct us. And he actually becomes our GPS. He is always with us as he was with Moses. I love where he said to, to, Moses, to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so am I with you. So I will be with you. Hallelujah. Uh, remember Moses said um, that I can't even speak properly. Anyone thought that? I can't speak properly. I can't speak properly. How can I speak properly? I haven't got eloquence of speech. Have you noticed? I'm sure you've noticed if you've been around here long enough, you've noticed that in me. I haven't got eloquence of speech. I can't speak properly. And you know what? You know, God said, God said, you know what God said to Moses and what he said to me? Good, you can't speak properly. That actually qualifies you. You might rely on me. You know, your very weakness can be your God will use for your strength because he said, Oh, you won't rely on your own self. You'll have to rely on me. Amen. And uh, Jeremiah, what did Jeremiah say? I'm too young, I can't speak. I'm only a youth. He said, I'll put the words in your mouth, Jeremiah. I'll put them in your mouth. Amen. And they'll be powerful. Hallelujah. What did he say to Moses? Moses, I'll send you Aaron. I'll send you. You know what he does? He sends a community. He sends people with you in your life to do life with. And we help each other fulfill the call of God on each other's life. We don't do it alone. There's no lone rangers in the body of Christ. 
There is no lone rangers. We need each other. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. So good. Romans eleven twenty nine. The scripture says the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. He's not going to call it back, so you may as well just get into it. You may as well step into it because he won't repent of the gifts and callings that he's placed in your life. And you know, with the work of the Spirit that's happening right now in the body of Christ, he's going to get on your case. I tell you, he's going to get on your case. He's going to stir you up. He's going to be, he's going to be hounding you to get into step into your calling. Amen. God needs us to step in line and to mark in time, to hear the heartbeat of the Father and step in time with it and begin to move like never before. Hallelujah. I love it. Anyone feeling stirred? Thank you, Jesus. It has to be a work of the Spirit. It is a work of the Spirit. Thank you, Father. You can try to ignore it, but it's continually there and it will pull on the inside of you because it is a part of your spiritual DNA. The gifts that God has placed on the inside of you is a part of you. Thank you, Father. He won't call them back. They have become a part of your spiritual DNA. They will be ever present with you. And the Holy Spirit will continue to remind you of them. But we believe that we're entering into a season of yielding to them. Why? Because we need each other. We need what one another carry as a family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, there's been many times through my journey that um, I've thought, I'm out of here. Just being honest. I am out of here. And Queensland looks really good. So I'll just get my family and I'll just go. Yeah? I mean, I love you all to bits. But I'm just being honest. Uh, You know, like, okay, did I really put my hand up for this? But you know... (laughs) I remember one of my little sessions <laughs> the Holy Spirit said to me, you can't run away from yourself. You're going to take yourself with you. <laughs> you take yourself with you. Everything that I've placed on the inside is going to be with you wherever you go. So you may as well just stay and walk this out because if, I, if He's called you somewhere and you go somewhere else, that call will always be calling you home. I said that call will always be calling you home. You can run away from it, but it'll always be calling you home. You can run away. You can isolate yourself. You can get away from the throng. But that call on the inside of you will always call you home. And God's calling His people home. Amen. He's calling them home. Someone says, oh, Lord, it's much more peaceful where I'm going. I'll just isolate myself away from all the problems. You will take them with you because the call of God's on your life. And He's calling and He's planting and He's purposing Himself. He purposes, He's got a purpose for your life, a plan for your life. And tell I'm telling someone, oh, Shama Kriste, this is a word for someone. He is very geographically specific. Well, I just go where I want and I'll do what I want and I'll just, God can just do what He wants through me anyway. Yeah, there'll be a grace on it and you will do well. But if you want to flourish, 
You need to plant where God has purposed you to plant. Because He knows exactly the soil that you are going to grow in. He, he knows exactly the, 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 the nutrients that you need. He knows exactly the community that, that, that He has called to, to be a part of your world have the same DNA as you do in different areas. He doesn't just throw you out there. He plants you. He just doesn't throw you out into any plan. He has a specific plan. Amen? And He's giving you the Holy Spirit so that you will know the voice and so that you will know the direction in which He is taking you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 139, verse 7. Where can I go from your spirit, Lord? Or where can I flee from your presence? He chases you. He knows where you are. And wherever you are, He is in you and He is with you. He loves you. And what joy it is when you begin to know that and you begin to flow in the graces upon your life. There are people in your path that are waiting for you to start to run and you will activate them to run with you. You will activate them. When you, when you begin to run, they are ready to run with you. They are ready to run with you. They are ready to run with you. Hallelujah. They're ready to run with you and I take your hand. You take her hand. Come on, let's do this. Take the take, come on, take it. Take take the hand. Take the hand. They are ready to run with you. When he activates you, he activates them. They are ready to run with you. And another and another and another and another. They are ready to run. They are ready to run. They are ready to run with you. Amen. When you begin to run, they'll begin to run. When you get activated, they'll come on, pick up another one. Pick up another one. Come on, may as well just do it. May as well just do it. Yes, this is church. This is church. May as well just do it. Amen. You pick them up as you go. You pick them up and hopefully a few have joined. I haven't looked behind, but it'd be really, really good if everybody actually grabbed someone's hand. But no, we did really well. Give them a hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We can't rely on the purpose of the person here on the platform. Amen. We have a race to run together. Thank you, Father. We can't rely on the ones that are just, okay, the ones that are equipping. They're equipping. We're equipping for the work of the ministry. The gifts are given to everyone. The manifestation of the Spirit, the gifts are given to all for the profit of all. But our obedience to the call profits all. You see, just that demonstration. Our obedience to the call profits all. There are people here that need you to step out and obey. Every believer has a ministry and is anointed to operate in it, to develop 
You're being equipped today to step outside. You're being equipped in here to step outside and minister to others. When we come together to worship and fellowship, we bring our portion. Then we will fulfill our assignment with the anointing. Concerning spiritual gifts, he's saying, I don't want you to be ignorant. They are given to you that you would be effective in your ministry. If we don't know how to operate in our gifting, we will end up misusing our gifts, our natural gifts and our spiritual gifts. But we'll never lose them. They're always there. So one would say, it's never too late. Turn to someone and say, it's never too late. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, this is a word in season for us all because I believe the enemy has been wanting to, to actually um, undermine the necessity of the local church and cause us not to step into all that God has for us just through ignorance. But what we want to do is we want to teach and practice the gifts and take it out and take it out into our city. We want to be encouraged in what we carry so that we can take it out into our city and bring a demonstration of the Spirit. You know, to, to, we want to get together and use them so that we can grow in them. So that the gifts of the Spirit become like breathing to us. That we practice them and they become like breathing. They're just normal. It's just normal to enter into those words, those prophetic words, those gifts of those words of encouragement, those words of wisdom. Because we're flowing in the Spirit. We're hearing the voice of God. So the gifts of the Spirit, just, are just they're like breathing. They're not abnormal. They've been placed into it in us. God just wants us to, to activate them by beginning. Someone says, how do I begin? Say a word of encouragement. You know, like um, I was talking with Terry the other day and we go shopping together. If a word, you know, if a word, a nice word comes up in your heart about somebody, just go over and say it to them. And you don't have to say, thus saith the Lord. And act all weird. You know, God is speaking to you. You know, if he highlights somebody, you know, I remember the other day was this... Uh, elderly lady and you could see that she put such care into the way she looks and, and she was just oh just blessed us because she you know and, and and Terry went up to her and said I just want you to know you just look beautiful your hair and your and this woman's countenance was totally changed and so I said well what did that profit that's not prophecy well it brought profit to somebody if we just begin to start with those baby steps, and you know, everyone wants to be encouraged. If we just begin to be salt and light and have an encouraging word. Do you know, have you ever walked past someone and they will not smile? You think, what the heck's going on here? I just smiled at you, you smile. You know, if someone doesn't smile back, sometimes you can think, well, I'm not going to smile at anybody else. Just keep smiling until you get one back. Amen. It's wonderful to change one person's world. You might try 12, but try for 13 and you might change someone's life. You know, the little things. And I mean, I know that these seem, you know, we can get it. Oh, spiritual gifts. It's actually just being kind and the kindness of God is a fruit of the Spirit and it lives on the inside of you and me. You know what? We changed someone's world the other day. Now, this is amazing. Got into an elevator, right? And the elevator was about to close and this woman is, is coming to try and get through, right? So I raced for the button, pressed the button and the door opened. Thank you so much. 
Like she was beside herself because she, she was. She was so delighted that I actually bothered to make sure that she got into the elevator. Now, I know that there's people here that are thinking that's over the top, but truly, you never saw the woman. Her countenance totally, she was just delighted. And then when we got out of the elevator, we just said, it's just normal. This, this is normal behavior, one would think. I just said, you first. She said, oh, thank you again. Like that, that tiny little interaction made such a difference. People say, what's this got to do with, with operating in the, in the spiritual gifts? Everything. You start to listen to that still, small voice. And he starts to entrust you with more. When he, when he can trust that you'll operate in the fruit of the Spirit, expect an increase in the gifts of the Spirit. That was a key. You need to write that down. When he can trust you to operate in the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, temperance, patience, amen, self-control, all those fruits, you will trust that your barometer in moving in the gifts of the Spirit will heighten. Why? Because He can trust you to operate in love. He can trust that you will operate in the gifts through love. That you will bring a word in season to encourage those that are around you. That you will care so much that God will say, Here, there's a word of wisdom for that person. That he knows that you will have compassion on them. He will, those gifts will operate so fluidly in your life because your heart is to help people. Not to make yourself look like a super spiritual, yeah, or a mature one. Let me tell you, immature people can operate in the gifts of the Spirit. But he perfects them as we walk in the fruit of the Spirit. He perfects our gifts with the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. So I don't want to prophesy over you because so that you will know how spiritual I am and how on the ball I am in the spirit. I actually want to bring you a word that will shift and change your life and encourage you and give you boldness and confidence and hope in your situation. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The body of Christ is made up of many members and every one of them is needful. You know, even in the world of psychology, they tell us that it takes a, a village to raise a child. Yeah? We need the family. We need the family of God. It takes mums and dads and extended family to help us grow in our identity. The family of faith, the church, is the God's solution for the breaking down of the family unit in the world. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, this is why we need... We need to be in the family of God. We need all the fivefold operating. We need the fragrance of the fivefold going right through so that when we prophesy, we hang. You know, the prophets need to hang around teachers. 
so that they're prophesying through the knowledge of the Word of God. Yeah? Teachers need to hang around pastors so they don't kill people with their teaching. We need the five food groups within the body of Christ in the fivefold ministry so that we grow healthily. We need each other. Amen. I'm just going to skip over to Psalm 92. I hope you've got something out of this today. But God's calling his body to operate as a body. There's no isolation. You know, like, you know, you actually develop the gifts of the Spirit being in a body. None of us are called to isolation. None of us, of course, nobody carries the complete revelation of God themselves. Nobody does. We, we, we're created to operate together. We, not one of us can get, oh, I get my time with God on my own and that's all I need. No, you need more than that because you're only seeing it through your lens. You're only seeing him through your lens. We need the lenses of the fivefold apostolic ministry, apostolic family, so that we get the, 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 the complete, the holistic character of God and the way he sees things. You know, accountability is probably one of the greatest gifts you'll ever be given to ever receive, to, to receive. Amen. Accountability for prophetic words, accountability for, for, for ministering. That's the way we grow. And if we'll stick together and not be offended at all the little things which we're going to teach on soon, we'll actually learn how to grow through our differences and walk in love in a greater way. So the very one that might be rubbing you up the wrong way, and it might be me today, might be here just to help you grow into the fullness of your calling. Yeah? Help you practice love. Help you stop being touchy, fretful, and resentful over every little thing. But we walk together because we are a family. Amen? Growing up in love together. I hope you got something out of that today. Psalm 92. Planted in the house of the Lord. You will flourish in the courts of your God. Amen. Glory to God. Why don't you stand up? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, there's a little song that comes up to me. I'm not going to sing it because I don't even know the key. I could throw it over to Joshua because he's really good at doing all this stuff. But he probably doesn't know the song I'm about to sing. And I'm not going to sing it. I'll just say it. But I, I, I learned it in a, in a very, um, uh, the very first church I went into and uh, what I was a part of. And, and it was his brother, let me be your servant. Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant too. Amen. And that's what the gifts and callings are all about. And that we would have the humility to allow others to be our servant. That we wouldn't only serve, but that we allow others to serve us in a spirit of humility in a spirit of meekness, amen, that we would walk in love and encourage and cheer one another on daily. That it become more important that you fulfill your dream than I myself fulfilling mine. Amen. Glory to God.
So why don't you just raise your hands. Father, we just thank you. It's only to posture yourself to receive. It's not some religious thing to do. If you can posture yourself to receive without raising your hands, that's fine. Just do it. Father, we just thank you for the gifts and the callings on each and every one of us, Father. And we do not take them lightly. Father, we thank you in the days ahead that we learn as a body, as a people, as a family, Father, to appreciate everything that you've placed on the inside of us. Not only the, the things that we, would, we, that we would cheer on, but even the little things, Father, that might bring a little bit of annoyance every now and again. Father, that we, we see that they're actually helping us, Father, come into that place of perfection in you, Father. We are already perfect, but we are on the way to perfection. So, Father, we thank you that you continue to perfect us, Father as a body, as a people, as a family, Lord God. And Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would ignite the calls, that you would activate the callings and the anointings on each person here, Father. That you would touch our lives, Father God, that that servant's heart, Father, would begin to flow through us like never before, Father, that we bring our portion, our rich portion, Father, the rich portion that you have placed on the inside of us, Father, and lay them, Father God, before you and say, God, use me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please, we'd love to pray for you this morning. If Yeah, give it up for Jesus. It's a good word this morning. Yeah. Amen. And, and, let, and let's, and let's um, please, if you would like prayer, if you'd like, you have symptoms on your body, you, 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 you need healing, you need us to agree with you about anything, please come up and we will pray with you. And, and not only that, just for one moment, if you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour, maybe you know about God, maybe you believe in God, but maybe you're here today and you've never actually received Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour. You know, He so longs to do life with you. He so longs to be your Father. Amen. He so longs to be in your world in a greater way than he is already. So please come forward and we would love to pray with you and we would love to pray for you. Be blessed. Have an awesome week. Bless you.